Deficit Order, Season 16, Episode 17? No, Episode 16. 16. Season 16, Episode 16. I'm your host, Chris, and this is our other host. Go. Skip. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah, guys, we're just kicking back. Come on. Man, uh, we're that radio signal that they just found in space, man. We're that uh, what is that? That Canadian radio signal? Did you see that? Did you find that or no? Those keep popping up. Yeah, I've read about them. Well, this is the first. This is the um, the repeating signal we're getting from uh, Canada, and that is uh, or not from Canada. Space. Space. From 1.5 billion light years away, guys. We'll see we'll see what that is. That's probably us talking to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it goes in a big loop. But yeah, oh, guys. Yeah. Bounces off of something, comes right back at us. Yeah. Well, attention deficit order is that transmission, guys. You know how that goes. Oh, I don't even know where... Uh, they didn't even make my news at all. What is it called, though? Do they know what it's called? Um, so the ones that I've read about, um, they are called fast radio bursts. Yes, and, that's it. Uh, FRBs, man. Yeah. And the prevailing theory right now is that they are coming from uh, Quasar, which is a type of collapsed star. Um, it has a high output of um, essentially radio waves. Yeah. So, um, but the thing about it is that they kind of come from all directions. We've detected them from the southern hemisphere and in the northern hemisphere. Well, according to uh, Canada, it's the second time it's happened to them, I guess. Well, the second time they've detected it. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you don't know where it's going to come from. Um, so, you know, the prevailing theory is just that. It's a theory that it hasn't been proven yet to any great extent. No. So, um, you know, you've got the wing nuts who are like, oh, no, it's UFOs. No, not it's, UFOs. I think it's us talking to each other. No, I, I think it's probably <laughs> some astronomical phenomenon like a quasar. It's just a new kind of thing that we haven't actually discovered and kind of figured out what it is yet. So, God, I um, wish it was like a Morse code, like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that would be amusing. That would be hilarious. Like, it's saying, fuck you, sir. What? Saying fuck us? That yeah. would be funny, man. <laughs> we have we have your garbage over here, and they're they're sending us a picture of Voyager One. Oh man, they're just <laughs> we're sending Voyager back. Oh oh, real quick. Um, did you see the the stupid uh, thing? It's Pop Sugar Twinning. Have you heard of it at all? No. Okay. And- 
It, it kind of sounds like I'm happy that. No, I'm no, no. All, all it is, it's a dumb name, but all it is, is um, it's you just take a picture of yourself and then it matches either the closest celebrity you look like. Oh. That's all it is. Okay, I'm okay. going to do mine real quick. Oh, it's, it's an app? No, it's not an app. You just uh, you just Google it, and it, you just pop into it, and it's real quick. Hold on, okay, I'm going to take a picture of myself real quick. Hold on. You just wanted to take a selfie on the show. That's all. Oh. Okay, hold on. It's a, it's a blurry photo. I'm going to use the blurry photo. Because every time I've used this thing, it's really stupid, guys. Pop sugar what? Twinning. Once you put it in... Okay, don't don't ignore the top the top one. They match you up with fucking a mask singer. Um, because I was blurry. Oh, this is for that stupid mask singer show. No, no. Uh, I don't know. Is it? No, it's just probably sponsored. Jeremy Piven. I look like Jeremy Piven in my blurry picture. <laughs> Twenty twenty five point six percent. Jeremy Piven. Uh, fifty percent. Uh, David Cameron. Who's that? And um, Kevin Gates. He's a rapper. 52%. And Iron Khan. Who's that? 81%. Imran Khan? Yeah. Who's that? I don't know. That name's familiar. Yeah, Imran. He's probably a fucking Middle East terrorist or something. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll no, take... Uh, I'm having trouble finding the fucking... <clears throat> it's not an app. Are you sure? No, no. Go to... Go to Pop Sugar Twinning, TW. It'll pop right up on your Google. No, yeah, it did. It's all these ads about how they uh, they're sharing your pictures with all types of people. Maybe this one's it. That's fine. Oh, yeah, here it is. That's fine. All right, give me a sec. Okay, I didn't take my headphones off. Okay, so I'm doing another picture. Okay, I did a real one. I'm always picked uh, Mexican people. Okay, so if, like always. Okay, seventy-seven percent Jay Z. Fifty-one percent Bobby Carnavale. Really? Uh, and Michael Mando, uh, thirty-eight point eight percent. And uh, Arturo Castro, Kurt Metzger. Um, I don't think so. No. All right, what did, what did you get? Did you get anybody? It's loading right now, so I'm just waiting. Okay, yeah. Jay-Z, Bobby Cannavale, Michael Mando. Uh, apparently, I look like the peacock. Okay, yeah. That's, don't, don't forget that one. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I look like Tony Hale, apparently. He's the uh, dorky brother from um, uh, Arrested Development, the, one, the mama's boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Eric Wareheim. I don't know who he is. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Pollack. I'll take that one. Kevin Pollack. Yeah, I like him. Okay. Eric Church. Uh, apparently, he's a what is he? Sports figure? I don't know. Uh, Dermot Crowley. That guy's familiar looking. Dermot. Yeah. <clears throat> What's Dur- Dermot Crowley? Yeah, I got to look these guys up real quick. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it Dur- depends. Dur- also, Crowley is, uh, he looks very familiar. I know I've seen a movie uh, with him in it. Okay, I'll, I'll do one without my um, 
Oh, oh, Dermot Crowley is uh, Luther's boss in fucking the Luther TV show on BBC. Lufa. Season five just came out. Hold on. I know. I got to watch it. But that's uh, that's who that's one of them. Apparently when he's much younger, because this guy was born in 1947. <laughs> OK, hold on. Now I'm using. OK, I used a real picture without my headphones. Yeah. Still. My- OK. 79 percent Mark Strong. Because I because I shaved my head, thirty five percent Kurt Metzger, thirty five percent Jeff Bezos, twenty twenty nine percent Russell Peters because I'm brown, thirty one percent Stanley Tucci. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I because I shaved my head. That's why. Is that why? Well, before it was ma- um, matching me up oh. with um, fuck, I forget his name. I kept matching up with the same Mexican guy. So Eric Wareheim is uh, Eric of Tim and Eric. Okay. That's why it sounded familiar. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, cool, I guess. Eric Church is the only one I can't find on IMDb, so he may not be an actor. Maybe he's a different kind of... Oh, really? Celebrity. Yeah. So, but... um, Oh, Eric Church is... Wait a minute. What? Oh, he's... Oh, no. Oh, he's a country douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Eric Church. I'm a country guy, and I like to sing. But it's hey, focusing... Hey, it, It's what? really focusing on my beard. All the people in the... Uh, oh, yeah, see? Yeah, it's like it, that, and then like a little bit in the nose... But every everyone, yeah, it, it is super gimmicky. Yeah, it's sort of right, sort of off. It's like, okay, you're bald. Okay, this guy, this guy, you're brown. Right. Who, okay, who Jay-Z. You look like Michael Chiklis. You look like Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of brown, and you've got no hair. Hmm. Uh, you're Jay-Z. It's, total, it's a racist app. That's what it is. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's a racist app, man. It's a completely racist. Yeah. It didn't turn me into any brown people. No. It turned like Denzel or fucking uh, Will Smith or anything. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know, man. It turns, it turned me into what? Fucking (laughs) black people. (laughs) The richest man in the world, too. I mean, you did get Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I could pass as Jeff Bezos, who just got divorced. Like, hey, man, are you Jeff Bezos, who just got divorced? Right. Yeah, that guy's not no, huh? Although he just lost, he, or he's going to lose, like, half of his fucking fortune, you know? So he won't be the richest person anymore. He'll That's be like... <laughs> she's such a, she totally did that on purpose. She's like, No. You're not going to be the richest man anymore. I'm going to be the richest woman. That's actually what happens. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. She'll become the wealthiest woman if she gets half of his fortune. Because he's worth like $140 billion or something stupid. He was the richest man alive. Now he's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, in America. Right. No, he's richer than... He's not richer than Saudi Prince. No. Oh, uh-oh, what happened? Disconnection. Uh, no, I don't think he's richer. I don't think he's... Hello, speak. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Check it. 
Don't fuck up the recording. My recording stopped 12 minutes in, so... Okay, just, <laughs> restart it, just restart it right now. No, there's just going to be a giant hole. That's fine. Okay. Just restart it right now. If something happens, you can at least link all of it together. Yeah, yeah I'll clean it up. You know? Anyway, that was weird. <clears throat> I don't know what happened. Whatever. Shit happens, guys. Okay. Speaking of shit happening, right now, we'll go over... What do you want to do? Golden Globes or CES? I'd much rather do CES. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Golden Globes are in suspense. Yeah, fuck them. Okay, no, I have to go over them, man. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I have to go yeah. over the Golden Globes. Okay. CES. What we have first. Flexible roll-up keyboards. Oops. Oh. startup and they're known for making really thin flexible touchscreens this year they're showing off kind of like a bunch of different random applications for the touchscreen we got one right here starting with a smart speaker with a flexible screen hold on the speaker is also integrated with alexa and google so you though it wasn't set up while we were taking a look at it the speaker also has an eight megapixel camera up top okay so i want to fucking talk about that so all the stuff is bendable screens now. Yeah, I'm looking at LG's new signature OLED rollable TV. Yes, the rollable TV. I don't know about that, man. I couldn't trust that. If the power goes out, I have a generator <laughs> to roll it up. You know? Well, yeah, but I mean, if the power goes out, you're not using your unrollable TV. What if the power goes out where you're in the middle of rolling it? Uh, well, then it's half rolled. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that that's a deal breaker for me. What if I the like gears the strip and it's like, <laughs> or it just goes on the fritz and the motor starts going haywire? Yeah, it's a buzz, 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 buzz. yeah, it shoots the TV up into the ceiling kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I like this idea. I mean, having something that looks like a end table and then hitting the remote and your TV pops up out of it—that's kind of cool, man. Yeah, but they've had those for years. The cabinet okay. TVs. But they haven't is, been rollable. No. And this, this is fucking like full-on HD fucking OLED technology. So it's like the highest quality stuff. Oh, there. yeah. That's the 8K. Okay. What yeah. does it say here? It says uh, LED. Uh, yeah. That's all. It's, yeah. 8K. It, I mean, it's totally gimmicky, right? And this may not take off, but it's kind of cool. Oh, dude. It's a bachelor pad shit. It's like, look at this bitch. Yeah. Oh, my exactly. God. It's He's a panty a dropper. Shaped rotating bed right by it. Yeah. Uh, what about the rotating waterbed? Uh, what about the Ninbot, the electric go kart, the Ninbot go kart, twenty first century, thirteen hundred bucks. I didn't see this. Um, I've got be... CNET up. I'm looking through their coverage. The thing that that caught my eye as far as transportation goes, uh, Mercedes Benz has this fucking thing yeah. called an Urbanetic concept car. And it's basically an electronic, and they've talked about them before. Like it's a skateboard, basically, with the motors, the batteries, all of the computer equipment to run those things. Um, and then you can take the body of the car off of it, so you could have like a. Uh, Today I just need a sedan. I'm driving my kids around. So you put your sedan body on top of the skateboard thing, and then um, uh, say, "Oh, I need to go to the dump, or I need to help a friend move." I'm going to put the pickup body on and boom, all of a sudden you've got a pickup like with a bed and everything to put stuff in. And then uh, you get in a crash and it pops off like a fucking Lego piece. <laughs> it's like, boom. Or, 
Or you could just have like an ejection, uh, ejection system on it. In case of a crash, you could just eject and the skateboard is the only thing that crashes. Oh, what about the Lamborghini body friend massage chair? What? If you're sore from driving around all day in your Lamborghini... Oh, I'm looking then, at it now. Then $30,000. This thing uses airbags and targeted massage just at the right pressure points. And it Dude, con- that thing's crazy. That looks like the chair that Darth Vader sits Dude. in when he's got his helmet off no, and he's getting all fixed up. It looks like Bumblebee mid-transformation. Well, yeah, like a combination of Bumblebee and fucking Darth Vader's chair. Yeah, the Lamborghini body friend massage chair. 30000 That is such a rich boy toy. So that like, really uh, is. Uh, I've got an extra thirty grand liner, and I'm going to buy a ridiculously overpriced massage chair. For that, you could like buy yourself an Asian masseuse. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather get a real massage than have a fucking chair. To, I don't know. And what if the power goes out again? And you're in that <laughs> you know, and it gets like a short circuit and it starts crushing your bones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could be problematic. This is kind of neat though. There's a pong cocktail table. Um this is only yeah, three thousand bucks. Um yeah, but I basically it. it's a cocktail table with a analog version of Pong. So it doesn't use digital anything. It's uh, a little foam puck and two uh, foam paddles. And uh, you, it's not a video game, basically. It's like ping pong, but the game Pong uh, as a cocktail table. So kind of neat. Kind of neat. I I won, but if I saw one at a bar, I'd sure play it. Yeah, I'd check it out. But yeah, 3,000. Jesus, fuck. What about Samsung's bots? Now, this thing is pretty dumb. Uh, can't go upstairs. It rolls around on whatever floors, you know. It's first a floor air purifier. I don't know. You'd have to get one, like you know, for upstairs and downstairs or whatever. So Samsung rolled the, the bot, and it also you can put your finger on. It takes your blood. You know what it looks like? It looks like fucking Evie from fucking uh, Wally. Yeah, very similar. But I, I've seen we've seen similar things like that. that. We've seen like those uh, those bots at uh, the uh, comic cons and shit we went to, or the whatever the fuck it is, the Silicon Valley Comic Con. There were those type of not this type of bot, but there were those bots there, the more t- walking up one, walking standing one. It's like hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart clocks. I don't know what the fuck. You know, I need a smart clock. Yeah, I don't know either. Not really. And what about the Bell Nexus fucking flying car? I mean, Bell's been around trying to make flying cars for a long time. Uh, we'll this, see. This thing's huge. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at a photo of it, and it, it basically <clears throat> looks like a giant quadcopter. It looks like uh, something like out of Tron. Like a, like a drone quadcopter just with a helicopter uh, body in between the uh, the rotors. So, I mean, there's a, a hundred companies that are working on this exact design. We'll see who takes off first with it. I, I mean, at least in the United States, to get these things in actual use, the FAA has to create regulations for them. Yeah. And they're, as far as I know, they're hardly working on them right now. Um, but... I, I, who who really knows? Yeah, I don't know, man. 
I would be freaked out in one of those. And like, uh-oh, how loud is that shit? You know? Turn that thing on. But I don't know. It's crazy. All right. Uh, how about the Hyundai Elevate? You see yeah, that on your Yeah, the walking car. Dude, yeah, it it literally looks like an imperial walker on wheels. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like smaller. Have you the, seen the, have you seen the concept videos for it? No. It's like it it, it walks it, in the snow and it like just like goes down low and then starts driving in the snow and then just starts just walking into the driveway. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I, I don't know. This is a very bizarre concept. And it's all go camping and it's walking over rocks and shit. Like that picture is actually part of the video. And yeah, it's yeah. like creeping over rocks while the family's inside. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly CGI. I don't know what the market is for this, though. Like, I don't need a car camping. that walks. It's so you can get way out where camping in this, you know. That's use what it. pickup trucks are for. But this thing's better than a pickup truck. This is a climbing truck. I mean, it's neat because it looks like a fucking mech from, like, Mech Warrior or something. But, um, like a, like, I don't know. Like a Duplo version of a fucking Mac, I guess. But really, like, I don't see who's buying this. Oh, people will buy it just to say they have it. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Dude, I have the first walking car, bro. Yeah. You know, dude, my walking car is hella sick. Yeah, it's just like, well, the Mercedes is actually driving around in Las Vegas right now. I've seen people in it on videos, the concept car itself. Oh, really? Autonomously, it's driving around and taking people around Las Vegas. But, you know, probably on like a made you know, like a little circuit track and bring them back. But still, it's autonomous. There's no steering wheel in that fucking thing. There's tons of room. There's no brake, pe- brake pedals whatsoever. You t- you, it can communicate with you outside the vehicle. So, man, <laughs> hey, what's up? You want to ride? I guess so. Okay. You know, it's like Johnny Cap. <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. That's like Uber drivers. Bye bye. Oh, Johnny Cab from fucking Total Recall. I got yeah, you now. It's a Johnny Cab. Took a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm there. I'm right there with you now. <laughs> 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 I just realized I haven't seen that movie, the, the original one, at least in in fucking quite a while. Well, deficit pick of the week, right there. Yeah, yeah I got to watch it again. Total Recall. Stick around, Bennett. Or what was it? Uh, see you at the party. See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> see you at the party, Richter. Yeah, Michael Ironsides. Yeah, man, that was a great movie. Three tits. Uh, Michael Ironsides. Oh, in two weeks. Come on. Yeah. Well, and Sharon Stone being a badass for a minute. Hold on, let's rate that movie real quick. I gave it a f- uh, four to five ear holes. Uh, four to five eye holes for the time, because it was state-of-the-art. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I felt when I watched it, because I still remember. And yeah. he's easily like a, a four to five, uh, get your ass back to Mars, four to five, three tit chicks. Uh, <laughs> four to five <laughs> fucked up faces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Faces. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I'll <clears throat> say four out of five ear holes and eye holes. It really was a phenomenal movie when it came out, and it still still holds up quite well. You know, the, yeah, the story and everything that they used were better than the CGI, but mm. overall, it was pretty good. Um, and I, I'll say four out of five uh, buggy eyes, OG buggy eyes. Oh shit! I forgot about that. <clears throat> And then, just, <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's air on Mars. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then his eyes sink back into his fucking skull. Right. They just pop back in. It's like. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a great one. Fortified bug-eyed, bug-eyed Arnold's. Yeah. Yeah. Come funny. on. And that's the. Dude. Yeah. That was just insane. That was um insane special effects. It was like, what? Yeah. Oh, at the time. Yeah. It was like, whoa, did you see that? <laughs> but it still looks so cheesy. Well, yeah, but oh. that, that that part's not going to hold up. Oh, uh, man, I was like, and when he pulled the thing out of his nose, four to five nose probes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nose tracker. Why did they they have like the big circle around the fucking little tiny bullet thing? Because uh, just to make it look gross. Yeah. Yeah. So he had to pull it out of his nose. Yeah, the thing he pulled out would have easily fit. In his, his in his in his nose, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the point. And then he pulls out like a ping pong ball. It's like holy shit. Well, yeah, it's like a um, uh, yeah, it's like a bullet sized fucking um suppository. Yeah, nose pository. Nose. There you go. Four to five nose positories. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So back back to CES though. Um, this is kind of neat. Uh, there's a bunch of like mobility stuff for people in wheelchairs and exoskeletons for people with spinal injuries. Yeah, what's up with the exoskeletons? I mean, they're already developing them for the military to make soldiers stronger and faster and able to carry more weight and stuff like that. Dinch, it only dinch, makes dinch. sense that like the first application for kind of commercial folks is people who cannot walk now but want to be able to. So... I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, you're fucking 80, you fall and break your fucking, uh, your spine and you can't walk anymore because you damage the nerves. This, these gizmos will help you with that. Uh, so you'll have some semblance of a normal life and not have to be bedridden or only stuck in a wheelchair kind of thing. So I'm all for it. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, handicap, now swimmers can swim with, um, headphones uh, Xavier's bone conduction headphones. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> bone conduction. <laughs> hey oh, hey oh, bone conduction headphones, guys. Yeah, swimmers no longer have to envy pavement pounding athletes. Aftershock bone conductions <laughs> headphones. You put the headphones in Con- your seat, though. Can take and you hear your tunes through your dick. Can take their tunes and podcasts along for the ride. Woo! The afternoon swims. Oh, right. During their afternoon swims. But, dude, come on. I mean, if it's really bone conduction, eventually there's going to be a whole bunch of nut in the pool, and then it's just going to be. Oh, gross. dude, it's just bone conduction all day long. <laughs> and then it's uh. Every guy's got a perma boner. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the yeah. They put on the headphones and it gives them a hard on. Like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Whoa! They take them out. So what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bone conduction headphones. 
They're only good up to six inches of water. No, six feet. <laughs> for black guys. What? With, with four gigabytes and uh, three megapixel MP storage Bluetooth necessary. $150. Jesus. Okay, whatever. 150 bucks for bone conduction, guys. <clears throat> ah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they've had bone conduction headphones for a long time, so I don't know. But not waterproof. Yeah, I was going to say just because they're waterproof, I guess. And what? Uh, and what about the uh, the uh, dirty diaper sensor? Oh, dude, I, that's the one I was. Okay, you read it then. <laughs> uh oh, hold on, dude. Oh, yeah, hold on is right. Did I, I cut out again? Problems on my end. I don't know what's going on. All right, I still got it recording here. Oh, hold Good. on. Good. Skype is fucking me for some reason. I can Ugh. hear... My mic is working, but I can't hear you through... Weird. No bone conduction? Okay. Oh, no. All right, well, you're working that out. Just pl- just start another recording. <laughs> Did it stop recording again, too? Yeah. Wow. I don't know what's going on. Give me a minute. Okay. All right. Don't wait for the waffling smell. Yearns earns dirty looks from bystanders. What? Okay. Don't wait until the wa- wafting smell earns dirty look from bystanders. Montio's Bluetooth sensor attaches to the outside of the diaper and detects presence of liquids or solids. Yeah, gross. Then and it texts you. Time to change the baby. Then it texts you? Yeah. It sends an alert to the lucky person responsible for changing it. What the fuck? So this is going to be included in all Huggies starting April 2019. Can you believe that? Really? Included in all Huggies? Yeah. Not like you'll get one in a box, right? Like it'll last for a while and then it'll go away. How about you uh, pay attention to your fucking kid? Yeah, really. I mean, Jesus you know, Christ, man. Dude, old school. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know that this is a necessary tech innovation. I don't see this taken off. And so but mommy and daddy can still be on their phones. Yeah, and really. the baby's like, with all these sensors on it and shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to implant a sensor in his stomach, and it'll tell me when he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then will tell me when he wants to go to bed. Right. When, when he's, he's tired. tired. When he's tired, I'll just press this app and it'll inject sleeping in fluid. There you go. It will <laughs> cryogenically freeze him when he gets sleep. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> so also, I can be on Facebook. <laughs> right. I got to get my likes and shares, man. Yeah, dude. I got I to do my Instagram stories. Come on. That's what it is. The, or, or they'll do Instagram stories about the kid. That's all they do. But yeah, that's what's gonna happen. It's just so your your parents can be on their phones longer. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, just just pay attention to your fucking kids, you idiots. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's called being a parent, and it requires diligence and you giving up things that you like to care for someone who can't. Yep. So fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of neat, though. Um, Which one? Uh, Razer's uh, mouse and keyboard combo for the Xbox One. 
Um, 250 though? Oof. Yeah, no, that's pricey, but it does look like it's a mechanical keyboard, uh, which... What does that mean? It means that it uses a physical button when you push down on on your keys instead of, like, say, on your MacBook. um, There's a uh, kind of latex overlay with all the different um, buttons, Uh right? And, And when you push down, you're pushing on a little sensor. Okay. Here it's a mechanical key that when you push it, it's closing a circuit, which sends the information to the computer. Basically, it's a little more durable, um, lasts a bit longer than like a keyboard you'd find in your laptop. I actually just got one. Um, I'm about to upgrade my pod studio here. I got a fucking 27-inch monitor, a fucking mechanical keyboard, and I'm just waiting for the docking station so I can put my laptop off to the side and have a, a monitor that's 10 inches bigger than my laptop nice. for recording and, and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I'm just waiting on the last component, but the mechanical keyboard, uh, they're cheaper, uh, a little bit faster cause they're not waiting on a digital signal. It's sending an electrical impulse instead. Um, at least as far as my understanding of it all goes. So, <clears throat> Once they become like universal, it'd be good to have a mouse and keyboard around just to type shit out on the TV. Yeah. Or stuff like that. Typing something using a controller is certainly a pain in the ass. But at least from what I've read uh, from Xbox before, um, you're able to use pretty much any Bluetooth enabled uh, keyboard mouse. So you don't have to spend the 250 on this Razer one. Oh, that's true. Kind of looks neat. Yeah, I mean, you can go get a Logitech like fucking keyboard and mouse combo for I don't know, like eighty bucks, um, and it's a decent keyboard. It'll last you a long time as long as you don't you know smash it on the ground or any of that stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know. What about the Rolly flexible keyboard? That one. Yeah, looking at that, I don't know that I'd ever use it. No. Um, I mean, it's a neat idea. Right, I guess you put it on your tablet, and then all of a sudden you have a full keyboard, or does it plug into your tablet and just give you a collapsible keyboard that you... Oh, no, here it is. So it's a QWERTY keyboard that you can lay down on any flat surface and connect via Bluetooth. At the push of a button, it'll roll up, and you can stick it in your pocket. Yeah. It's really just the exact opposite of a mechanical keyboard. It's a completely digital device. Um, it's thin as shit though. It looks like it's about as thick as, uh, like the heavy duty saran wrap you'd use in your kitchen. Uh, that, that's kind of neat, I guess. Like if you're on the go all the time and you, you don't want to have to type on a tablet or a a smartphone or something, you just want to have something where you can real quick. Um, this is kind of neat, but I, again, I don't know that I'd ever need one. Mm, yeah well yeah exactly what about the um r pure nano mask for for runners um filters out exhaust and urban runners cyclist face okay blah 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 but it lights up i don't see that in my list so i don't have any comment on it what about Uh, the groove x low vote i don't know what you're looking at here man uh i'm just looking at um cnet's list uh, buy yourself some wholesome love with a, lo- a love vault 
said a, a robot, a love bot. Uh, okay. A combination robotic cuddling partner and creepy surveillance camp. It's a big expressive eyes, have dilating pupils, and it moves around on two wheels. Did I beat the shit out of this thing? That'd be horrifying. Moves around on two wheels and wiggles. <laughs> it's little arms, according to its company. It begs for attention and gets in the way of those it lives with and at times will shy away from people it does not know. Uh, wait, so it demands attention and is weird around strangers. Mm-hmm. I've it, got kids already. I don't need this. Exactly. It is adorable just by being there. The Tekka temperature... Wait, the Tekka temperature-based camera on its head tracks motion and body language while touch sensors underline the soft covering. It but, comes with bone conduction. But <laughs> Yes, bone conduction revealed. But it can also <laughs> transmit live footage from the camera to function as a surveillance device. Baby monitor sleep tracker. Love doesn't come cheap, though. Ooh. Wait, so this is more uh, parents being lazy. Oh, uh, fucking whatever this thing's called. Go cuddle my kid. Yep, 5,300 bucks. Cuddle my kid and I can watch you on the phone on my That's split screen. <laughs> and and then the diaper sensor will tell me when my kid shit themselves. And <laughs> yep. has this weird robot's hugging him. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> robot will be like, meh, meh. Do you see a picture of this thing? No, it's not on my list. I don't just, know why. Just, on, you need to look at it, dude. Groove X L O V O T. Groove X Lovot. This thing is okay. creepy, man. Okay. Just just Google oh, an image. Oh, dude, fuck that thing. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> dude, it looks like a weird Pikmin kind of thing. I don't know if yeah. anyone's ever played Pikmin on uh what was it originally? But GameCube, like, I think. Like the sensor uh, on its head looks stupid. Oh, yeah, well, it, that, that's the bone conduction part, Chris. Oh, that's the bone conduction. Oh, that's right. It's a butt plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the kid goes to sleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can have fun with Lovat. Exactly. Lovat. <laughs> yeah, just use it in your, in your bedroom. <laughs> and it's like felt, too. It's like covered in felt, so you know that thing's going to get nasty. Oh, man. Oof. Well, no, yeah. you just you have like a, you have like a love vault like latex um, covering for it, right? Like a giant yep. condom. Yeah, ex- yep. <laughs> when you want to get nasty with it, and it's oh. just like oh. it's all freaking out. Not again! <laughs> this isn't the kind of cuddle I wanted. <laughs> you want some of this love vault, huh? Huh? Fuck it. Okay, how about the Harley Davidson Livewire? I think this is kind of cool. What is that? It is the first production electric motorcycle from Harley Davidson. Oh, uh, nice. What's it about? Like, dude, what the fuck? No, they're going to put a speaker on it and still have it make the Harley noise. <laughs> oh, That's really? just thing. Bill, built-in no, bass speaker for the Harley noise. It looks pretty badass, though. I mean, if you've got a picture of that, uh, Livewire is one word. Um I'll just, I can Google it. What is it? It's, I think I've seen it before. Harley Davidson Live Wire. Uh, 30000 bucks. I'd much rather buy this than a fucking massage chair made by Lamborghini. $30,000 massage chair? Come on. 
No, I'd rather have a $30,000 electric motorcycle. That would be tight. It's called the Livewire? Yeah. I don't, it doesn't, I mean, these are really brief captions on the photos okay, and there images. Livewire Harley. Um, you know, no word on range or any of that kind of stuff. But where the gas tank and the motor would be uh, is all batteries. So I, I mean, that's a monstrous battery if it uh, is all one thing. I imagine it goes pretty fast. I'd rather get a bike made by Keanu if I had money. Oh, really? From his Keanu bike shop, remember? We, we talked about it before. His, uh, he, he, owns, he owns and customizes bikes with some dude who actually owns and customizes bikes. Nah. Well, okay. Keanu! Okay, let's go over one more thing before we take a break. Uh, what is it? Damn it, where'd it go? Right, anything else from um, what's it called? Oh, I'm skipping through it right now. Uh, uh, CES, the trade show, guys. The trade uh, uh, show. How about the Samsung wall? Oh yeah, why didn't I bring that up? The Samsung wall, 219 inch TV. Holy no, fuck! A 98 inch on the diagonal. Nine, oh really? That's <laughs> oops, yeah. dude. But, that's uh, insane. What it's about a fucking 8K TV? Yeah, 8K. Um, what about the? Um, oh yeah, the. Um, what about the? Uh, what's it called when you put stuff together in pieces? The mar- marginal or? Uh, what is it? God damn it! Not marginal, but you put the TV together. Starts with an M. Module. Module. Uh, there it is. No modular. Modular TV sets. Okay. So you could build a whole wall, slap these fucking sets all around the wall and make your own. So you could make, they have like real thin, long TVs, right? They were showing, I think this is Samsung. Yeah, real thin, long TVs. Uh, And then they were like actually slapping TVs together and making a bigger picture. Hmm. I was like, wow. On the fly, they just kind of plug them in and they're... Boom, the picture is that much bigger. Yep. I mean, that's kind of cool. I like that design because, you know, that gives you some flexibility in, in how big you uh, uh, can make your TV, right? Like, I have a, a wall in my game room uh, that could easily fit that Samsung wall, 98 inches on the mm-hmm. diagonal. Yeah. I mean, it would fit with room to spare. I could probably stick a 65-inch TV on the other side of it, you know? Yeah. Um, so being able to plug screens into each other and then making my TV bigger, that that's attractive. Um, you know, but it depends on kind of how expensive it is and all that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's like, fuck man. Yeah. That thing is, well, the 98 inches, uh, 15,000. So the 219 inch. What? There is one last thing we have to talk about. Sorry, finish your thing. No, no, the 219 inch is uh, th- uh, three hundred, uh, probably thirty thousand. And then there, the LG, um, the LG display is amazing. It was like fifteen hundred um curved screens all doing the same thing. It looked crazy. Damn, I bet. What's up? What do you want to say? So now there is a new device called the D Free. D Free. Yeah, um, so it's a monitor that tells you when you have to pee. What? What? 
Yeah. When you have to pee? Like yeah. you, you don't know when? Is that for like old people? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's for people with incontinence. But yeah, (laughs) it's a thing you put on your belt and then you put this little gizmo uh, like over your bladder. And it's just an ultrasound machine that says, ding, 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 you've got to pee. Ding, 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 you've got to pee. That'd be funny to wear around. Yeah, really. I don't think it says that out loud, but you could program it to do it. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Like hook it up to a Bluetooth speaker you just carry around with you. Yeah, you could easily do it. Okay, where's the... Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I miss. Oh, I had a whole freaking oh. thing. Okay, what? Go. No, this, this is good for us. I'm sorry. I'm going through, through the line a little bit. <gasps> oh, there. Sony sold 91 million PlayStation 4s. Yeah, I um, Okay, no, no, the waterfall. Okay, it was called the waterfall. 268 OLED curved in a waveform uh, floor to ceiling. Is the uh, LG display <laughs> two hundred and sixty-eight of their biggest screens? Jeez. Uh, let's see. Seems a little overkill. It's just for walking in, you know. It's for their whole. Oh yeah, no. It's like look how big our dick is. Yeah, so, it looks. Like, it looked open, awesome though, dude. And hundred ninety inches. The okay. This is <laughs> this is the new thing. Uh, they have IMAX enhanced content. Okay, I don't know. They're trying to throw all these words at you now. Uh, which would be available for the privileged 4K service in the spring. Okay, that's for uh, if you buy like a Sony 8K TV, you know, for whatever thirty thousand dollars <laughs> or fifteen thousand dollars. Um, and they have next. Okay, this is the the TV support Netflix calibrated mode. Plus, uh, so I think that's lame. Netflix calibrate. This is how you're supposed to watch Netflix movies, isn't that? You know, they've been doing this for trying to push this for a while. Right. It, it's like their THX or their Dolby Atmos or some bullshit. Yeah, it's like oh, calibrate your TV this way if you want to watch Netflix. No, I play more video games. Or I watch more movies. Um, I actually do watch a lot of Netflix. No, actually, that's like 50-50 between uh, Netflix and Amazon. But still, no. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Amazon's going to have a different standard, I'm sure. So I'm not going to worry about it. Um, and I do split time pretty evenly between the two. Yeah. Okay, and all of them all of them's going to have AirPlay for um, for Apple, which is funny. Because they had that big billboard up because they never go to CES. Apple never goes there. But they put a huge billboard up overlooking the whole thing. And it says, um, what happens on Apple phone stays on Apple phone. Yeah. <laughs> or, something like that. or something like that. Or something weird like that. And, uh, and it's funny. And all the um, TVs that they're showing all have Apple AirPlay coming with them. And Google um, Home. They're all being integrated finally with Google Home. This is like Google's biggest push, you know, because they've been falling way behind on Alexa. It's like, okay, we're here now. You know, one of the biggest companies in the world and they can't get this shit going. Come on. Right? It's just really competitive right now. It it is, but Google should be able to pull it off, right? You'd 
think, but their uh, track record with hardware is not nearly as good as Amazon's. Like, no, it's not. The, the Amazon uh, Kindle, the you know all of all of those tablets are huge because they're cheap. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, li- I I like my I've Google got three Home. Three Kindles in my house and only one iPad. But uh, yeah, they're they're updating it to do like a bunch more shit now. The Google Home, like yeah. now it can do stuff. Okay, it can turn on your microwave. It can turn on your dishwasher. It can turn on your um, washing machine. Your toaster's fucking Wi-Fi now. Your microwaves. Uh, your bone conductor. Your bone, all bone conduction technology and everything. Everything is bone conduction technology. A refrigerator is bone conduction. Your toilet is bone conduction. That's the best kind of bone conduction. You get bone conduction, and you get bone conduction, <laughs> and you get bone conduction. <laughs> Oprah's getting in on it. You know it's big. Oh, man, yeah. 91 million sold, man. Jesus fucking Christ, that's crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, uh, the last thing I've got at a CES that okay. I think is interesting is uh, it's called the Blue Ember. Um, it is a microphone and it looks like got multiple styles. Um, but it's a condenser mic, uh, that's apparently good at blocking out ambient noise and it's only a hundred bucks, Wow, which is not bad for a good mic. Is it good though? I'll be the test of that. God damn it. Yeah, no, I definitely want to get feedback from someone who is a sucker enough to buy it early. These fucking goddamn microphones. Um, hold on. What was it? Okay, there's one more thing I needed to bring up there. Uh, not bone conduction. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Weirdest stuff. Okay, the baby monitor is number one. Uh, wooden oh, deep breath device. Diaper monitor. Wooden deep breath device. Uh, regulates, uh, made cedar wood. Relax, rental, blah, 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 blah. Ori. Let's see. A bone conduction ring. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Aren't those just copying? Oh, hold on. Here we go. O-R-I-I. <clears throat> the O-R-R exactly new install batch. Crowdfunding unit sold out and started up in, in the process of making more. A bone conduction ring. That sends sound up your finger into your ear when you press your finger up against the spot you see in the picture. So it's a guy just like going, hmm. Your quote unquote finger? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I think so. It sounds great, but can't take a call with your cell phone in their pocket. Dude, what the fuck? Bone conduct? Okay, here we go. You may. $179 uh, meditative or meditative, right? Like meditation, but... Yeah, meditative. Meditative, thank you. I knew. I'm like, meditative? Meditative heating therapy device that leaves your eyes feeling happier and more relaxful. It's basically heating your eyes up. Okay, the Honda car. Oh, the Cosmo phone. Real keyboard on the cell phone. Okay, that's insane. Okay. Uh, if you check that out. Oh, uh, Pet Cube 2 Bites. Uh, what's good, boy? Uh, cube Bites. Here we go. This is for your dog. 
Uh, it's a smart dispenser that gives your dog treats while you're away. It also has a camera with a 180 degree field of view uh, with audio support. So you be like, hey, hey, you know. <laughs> Those people who like, you know, just look at their, uh, watch their dogs, you know, when they're at work. Now, hey, boy, you want a treat? And, it's like, and it spits out shit into their face. <laughs> yeah, my dog doesn't need treats when I'm out there. I know, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's um, people of fat dogs. And it's uh and it supports Amazon Alexa voice commands, of course. A smaller device called Play 2 is a built-in laser toy. Um okay, the Sony outdoor party speaker. It has um cup holders on it. The Sony GTK PG10 has a table Oh, has a tail Oh, it's, it's cup hold. I'm like it's beer pong. Has a beer pong table. <laughs> it's waterproof. Uh, this uh, Spear Hero Spec Drums, musical m- musical motion and enabled. Um, no bone conduction though. Oh, but it, it's called the Spooge Hero, so it must do something. Oh, here we go. The Y brush. You've seen that, right? <laughs> no. It's for, it's basically, it's a mouthpiece, the vibrating toothbrush that will clean half of your mouth in seconds. Have you seen the Y brush? I, I, I'm just kind of, what? <laughs> Solar cooker. Um, Cookers have been around forever. I know. Yeah, that's true. I used to cook my hot dogs like you make a, take a shoebox backwards. What the fuck? The solar cooker is or not, sorry, uh, the Y brush. I'm looking at a video. That's weird shit, man. And this is what everybody needs the <coughs> bread bot. Uh, the bread bot makes bread like a bunch of it. <laughs> because you can't do that at home already if you want to. No, this is like industrial. Like it's making fucking many loaves. It's like Jesus has stacks of loaves. No, oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, well, they have that beer making machine. Do you see that? No, LG. More. LG has a beer making machine. You just add the wheat, uh, harlot hops, and whatever. Wait, whatever. Blah 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 for three weeks, and bam, you got beer. LG. Do you see it? I'm looking at it now. Okay, there you go. What do you oh. like? You like that? Dude, it's like the fucking Keurig for fucking beer. Though. Exactly, you have, exactly. You have to buy their little capsules. and. Yep. Nah, I'm good. That's what I mean, but I don't know what it tastes like. I have no idea. I don't drink beer. Um, uh, hypno sleep mask. Instead of poking your spouse when they snore, make them wear hypno sleep mask, which vibrates to encourage them to move to a different position. Snoop less poop. Self-cleaning litter box. Uh, You can get a text when your cat poops. Oh, good. That's exactly (laughs) what I want to know. So, bing, bing. Oh, my cat just took a fat shit. Yeah. Wait, was that my cat or my kid? I forget which. Damn it. That's Levite. That's the same litter bot. Lev Levy bot litter box. Uh, yeah, get a text when your cat poops. 
Um, home monitoring owl is an interactive home surveillance camera that communicates with its eyes. It's it's been around a while. It seems like a weird dude. What the fuck? Oh, Peebo, that fucking little bot, a social robot that likes to hang out with people. I'd punch that thing in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. It looks around and uh, hates being alone. See, that would be, be ah! Oh, dude. You yeah, know, those, no, that thing would get smashed with a hammer so fast. Dude, those creepy fucking fucking cling bots, man. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, my kids, especially my daughter, uh, have had Furbies, and I fucking hate those things. This is like a grown-up version of a Furby. Fuck all that. Yeah, those things, when they run low on batteries, are... Yeah, dude, they get demonic sounding. It's weird. Yeah, yeah they sound real weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. <it's- laughs> Yeah! Now we're back again. What? Hopefully no more testicle difficulties. No more bone connections. Or conductions. <laughs> uh, I think we're still good. Yeah, here we go, guys. We hope so. Uh, all right, what was I going to do? Oh, all right. I still want to go over the um, Golden Globe winners. Your favorite. I have to. No, the Oscars is my favorite. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. But, you know. I have to just because I have to rub in everyone's faces that I was right. Okay. The fans expected him. Uh, yeah. Okay, what? Uh, where? I thought I had him ready. God damn it. Oh, well, I guess I don't. No, I have Golden Globe winners. Okay, here we go. Golden Globe winners, 2019. The biggest upsets of all. People were pissed. People were rolling around. You would think that Trump uh, won again. Mm. They were so mad. But no, here it is. Okay. Um, So, winner for best... Oh, hold on. We're not doing that yet. Okay, we're going to do... <clears throat> okay. So the Golden Globes are only voted by 90 people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, they're um, the, uh, the Hollywood foreign press is what they're considered as. Okay, so um, a very English scandal, something you can watch on Amazon. Uh, that one for... Uh, what the fuck did it win for? A very English scandal for... Oh, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, Okay, I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, And the old lady, Patricia Clarkson, won for for Best uh, Supporting Actor in uh, Sharp Objects. Which I knew was going to happen. She beat out Penelope Cruz. Come on. Uh, Thandie Newton, of course. And Yafi Gotwaski. Whatever. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Wait, say that one again. Yafi Dudzkowski, you know the hot chick from uh, um, God, the nerd show where they worked at the Best Buy. 
Oh, Ivan Strahovski. Yeah, Yaski Pasquaski. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, come on. And Alex Borzen for Miss um, Maisel. And uh, let's see, for... I can't read. Why is the... Where's the winner? It says winner. Okay, oh, that's why. Because <clears throat> I'm going backwards. Best Supporting Actor was Darren Cross for the Versace thing. I never watched it. But Best Supporting Actress, or was it... Uh, so Best Actress it was uh, Patricia Arquette for Escape at Denimora. She beat Amy Adams and Laura Dern. Thank God. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The assassination of Giovanni Versace. <laughs> uh, Giovanni Versace. Is that what, how do you pronounce it? Uh, what? The, uh, the assassination of Giovanni Versace won for best drama. I uh, know best limited TV series over The Alienist, which I just finished watching. The Escape, Escape at Danamora, which I think was better than uh, I haven't seen Versace yet, so I can't. But I think Sharp Object should have won. I think that was amazing. Okay. <clears throat> Michael Douglas won for Best Comedic Actor over Sasha Baron Cohen, Jim Carrey, Donald Glover, and Bill Hader. Have you watched that yet? The Kaminsky Method? You might like it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, no, I added it to my queue, but I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> it's funny. It's an easy watch. The 30-minute episodes. Okay, so... I don't know, man. I think they're giving it to him because he's old. He was good in it, but I think Sasha Baron Cohen was funnier. I think Jim Carrier was funnier. I think Bill Hader was funnier. You know, he was funny, but he wasn't as funny as the other three. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, oh, and, what about Donald Glover? You raved about Atlanta this week. <clears throat> uh, Atlanta was amazing, but it didn't make my top five TV shows. That's true. You know, it was still an amazing show. But it la- it lacked a little bit, you know. I wasn't a fan of the vignettes, like the one-offs. I like I don't know. Maybe I have to watch them again. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> best actress in a comedic or musical. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for the marvelous Miss Maisel, of course, over Kristen Bell, uh, Muffis Brown, Allison Brie, and Deborah Messing, of course. That wasn't a hard category. <clears throat> and uh, best musical or comedy, The Kaminsky Method. Wins over The Good Place, Kidding, and Miss Maisel? Dude, that's insane. Yeah, they're just throwing a bone to the two old farts in the room, you know? It's like, what the fuck? And, okay, this is a, okay, we're getting to the episode. And Michael Douglas in, like, both of their first TV shows, right? Neither has done a TV show prior. That's uh, yeah, they have. He's in the uh, streets of San Francisco. Who? Michael Douglas. Really? Remember the streets of San Francisco? No. Where he was a detective with Carl Malden. No. You don't remember that? Look it up right now. Jesus Christ! Look up the streets of San Francisco. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna look up streets of San Francisco opening. Really? Dude, I used to watch that show all the fucking time, man. Okay, oh, streets. Michael Douglas, there he is. Fucking young as shit. 72 yeah. to 77. Holy Dude, shit. that was a fucking amazing show, man. 
That's why I never saw it. Here we go. The Streets of San Francisco um, theme. Here we go. Listen to this shit. Fuck yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> All flashes of San Francisco and shit. Bam, Streets of San Francisco. Bam, starring Carl Malden. Bam, also starring Michael Douglas. Dude, this, street, this fucking show is amazing. It's just showing Carl Malden and Michael Douglas running around San Francisco. With guest star Roscoe Lee Brown, Brenda Skykes, Carol, Carl Watson, Alien Emerson. I don't know who these people are. Dude, listen to that intro, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. Now I want to watch this, even though it's probably terrible by modern standards. Dude, yeah. Here's the outro. This is all the fucking credits rolling, and it's panning over the Bay Bridge. Dude, yeah. I used to watch this all the time, man. Because it came on um, right before Saturday Night Live. Or right after Saturday Night Live. When I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Deficit TV show of the week, man. Fucking Streets of San Francisco. Yeah, that's where he was. That's where he got all those action chops. He'd run around with Carl Malden, man, and just fucking beat the shit out of people. You know? That was like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see here. <coughs> um, okay, here's the upsets. We're getting to the upsets, guys. Okay, best actor in a TV drama. We have Matthew Reyes for The Americans, Bill Porter for Pose, uh, Samothy James for Homecoming, whatever, I forget his name, Jason Bateman for Ozark, and Richard Madden for Bodyguard. Who do you think won? Uh, I don't know. Just pick one. Uh, the last one. Yep, you're right. How'd you know? <laughs> Are guess. you reading the list? Okay, that was a huge upset. If you ever seen The Bodyguard, he's great in it. It's a six-episode series on Netflix. Hmm. Yes, mom. No, mom. Yes, mom. No, mom. That's what he does all the time. Yes, mom. No, mom. Yes, mom. No, mom. Because he's a bodyguard for a fucking queen. Or a senator or something. Okay, best actress in a TV drama. Called it Sandra O. Oh got it for Killing Eve. Of course. Right? And let's see. The Americans win for best TV drama, finally. Yeah, yeah. seriously. They got on the last way out. Okay, best original score goes to First Man. We're now under movies. Best song, of course, goes to A Star is Born Shallow. Um, and best foreign film, of course, goes to Roma. You know, I haven't seen Shoplifters yet. I want to see that. Um, I don't want to see Never Look Away. Uh, and I don't know about the other ones. But Roma's good. It's just like black and white dog shit. <laughs> Not to, <laughs> no, there's a lot of black and white dog shit in the movie. Um, like at the end of the movie, you want to see the chick come downstairs. 
You know, I'm like, is she going to come back downstairs? Because he just leaves shots open. He just pans shots around. Yeah, just crazy stuff where he's just following people through shots. It's crazy. So I, I could see that winning. And we have Best Animated Film, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Myra, Isle of Dogs, Incredibles 2, and the winner, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What? Beat out Incredibles 2? Come on, man. That's another big upset right there. People liked it that much. It was late in the game. The hype was real for it. And it fucking uh, panned out. I've seen it three times. So I saw it in 3D and in two regular screens, like big screens, but not like IMAX or anything. But still, 3D actually makes it clearer. Than actually, I thought everything was going to start popping out at me, but it actually balances everything out more in the in the in the show, in the movie. I'm like, oh, okay, now it makes more sense. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> um, and another upset. Here we go. Best screenplay: Adam McKay for Vice. No. Barry Jenkins if Bill Street could talk, but it didn't. Uh, Deborah. Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara for the favorite. I don't think so, girl. And Alfonso Cuaron, no mas. And the winner is Peter Fairley and Nick Vallalagola for Brian and and Brian Curry for Green Book. Even though it was uh, somewhat factually uh, inaccurate, it was still a good movie. I liked it. I read it last week. It was entertaining. You know, you don't need to know the facts of everything. Oh, no. He didn't eat chicken in the back of the car. He wasn't led around by a white guy at that time in his career. You know, it was based on a true story I learned to find out later. Remember, I was questioning whether it was or not. It apparently is. Uh, So, but it's a good movie, man. I liked it. And it has um, Viggo Morrison, Viggo Morrison, you know, Morrison. What's his name? Vigo Tenson. What? Mortensen. Mortensen. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Streets of San Francisco, guys. Uh, so the winner. So be, uh, for the winner for best actor, best supporting actor, Mahashala Ali, or Mershahala Ali, Mahashala Ali, <laughs> in Green Book. Over Adam Driver for Black Klinsman, Sam Rockwell for Vice, and Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Regina King wins for Bill Street Could Talk. Of course, it's not a very strong category. Uh, She's black. It's a good movie, I'm hearing. You know, and she's good in it. That's what I hear. So... Of course she's going to win. Amy Adams didn't do much. Claire Foy didn't do much. Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. Like, eh, they're all right. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know. Okay, let's see. Best actor in a motion picture, of course, goes to the man himself who thanked Satan in his um, speech, Christian Bale. (laughs) But I don't understand if Vice is a musical or comedy. It's always weird. It's a it's a comedy because it has it's funny parts. It's more comedy than anything else. You know what I mean? It's just like dark comedy. You know what I mean? No. 
If you say so. Because it's so weird. You have to laugh at it. You know? There's some jokes in there. It's more of a... I think Green Book, that's a comedy. There's some laughs in there, like laugh out loud parts. Uh, The Old Man and the Gun, I walked out on, basically, because of Robert um, Redford has wrinkled fingertips. (laughs) And those on the big screen look weird. Just because of that. Dude, it looks like he's underwater all the time. <laughs> I was I was bored with the movie, him and Sissy Spacek. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling the movie. <clears throat> you know, I hear it's good, but I wasn't feeling it, man. I walked out like halfway through. And yeah, his fingers were wrinkly, him and Sissy Spacek. Oh, we have a lover career. I don't know. I didn't like it. Sorry. Uh, old man, I thought, was dumb. Here we go. So, best actress in a motion picture or comedy, guys. Olivia Coleman wins for the favorite over Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins, Isla Fisher for Eighth Grade, Charlize Theron for Tully, and Constance Wu, who I thought was going to get it because she's Asian, for Crazy Rich Asians. But I think she's going to be more of the front runner towards the Academy Awards. She'll probably win it. It's not a very st- these these movies are not very strong this year. But here we go. The biggest one of another big upset. Here we go. Uh, best actor in a dramatic role. The one I wanted to win. Rami Malik wins for Bohemian Rhapsody over Bradley Cooper, over William Defoe, over Lucas Hedges, over John David Washington. Uh, what's his face's son? What's his name? Denzel's son. Uh, yeah, he was deserving, man. Out of that category, I think he's going to win the Academy this year. <laughs> as as Freddie Mercury. Even though people hate the movie because of this in Green Book, because, you know, people are just on this fucking kick of everything needs to be the certain way now. Mm. It's factually inaccurate. If it's not their way, it's wrong, basically, you know. Sure. Uh, it's factually inaccurate. Like, um, like this movie is like, what is it? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, saying when I rated it, it's, it's total, the timeline's off when you got AIDS and all that stuff, you know, whatever. <clears throat> the band approved of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it was more about the concert and not, it was less about his AIDS. I don't, I don't know that you can quote me on that on the poster for Bohemian Rhapsody. Attention deficit order. More about the concert, less about the AIDS. Right? Would that be a good quote? Sure. I think that'd be a good one. Okay, here we go. Best actress in a motion picture drama. Glenn Close for The Wife wins. Uh, she gave a uh, she gave a weird speech. You know, it was very, um, very political speech heavy this year. <clears throat> We need to stand up for ourselves and blah, blah, blah. You know, everyone had a heavy speech. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, come on. And even the mo- even the monologue, the monologue was horrible. Because, you know, they usually make fun of people. They weren't. They were just, like, complimenting everybody. That's how bad the monologues have gone. And now they're not going to have a host for the fucking Oscars this year. Because they're so afraid of getting anyone up there because it's so sensitive now. Because Kevin Hart won't go up because he had stupid gay jokes in 2009. Now, uh, no one wants to go up there because they know everyone has fucking bad shit in their background. 
So, Chris, it almost sounds like you're telling me that I shouldn't watch award shows anymore. Uh, no, and not since 89 have they had a hostless fucking Oscars. This will be weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I think it's going to be funny. It might very well be. You know? Okay, here we go. So, best director, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma over Bradley Cooper, over Green Book, over Black, over Vice. Of course. That movie is shot really nicely, dude. You can watch it on Netflix now. I wish I could see it on a big screen, but oh well. It's a foreign language shot in high def. Okay, let's see. Best motion picture comedy, Green Book wins. <laughs> Over Rich Asians, over The Favorite, over Mary Poppins, and over Vice. People were losing their shit. For a musical or comedy. Yes. Okay, here we go, guys. This is the one that everyone hated. A Star is Born, If Beale Street Could Talk, Black Klansman, Black Panther, and the winner, Bohemian Rhapsody, for <laughs> Best Motion Picture. People are like, what's going on? This is because they hate. Because if they hate the movie, it shouldn't win, right? What? Mm. Ah! People can't withstand a challenge to their perception of the world anymore. <clears throat> no, they can't. Everyone's got to personalize some shit. Yep. So it's because Black Panther and Black Klansman were so culturally, you know, like significant, and they're about now. And then if Bill Street could talk, is about you know like black struggle. And A Star is Born is about, like, white struggle. <laughs> um, and then, like... And then Bohemian Rhapsody, you have what? Fuck. It's a great concert film, man. Watching that in IMAX is amazing. If you watched it in a normal movie theater, I felt sorry for you. Because it's not the same at all. Watching it on an IMAX screen with those speakers blaring in your face. It was amazing. Because that thing is fucking so loud up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. That's why I like the movie a lot. It's not the movie itself, it's the concert. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, okay, and that's it for the uh, uh, Golden Globes, 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 2020, 2020, Thank you. <laughs> All right, what? I said thank you. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. <sighs> Did you hear about the guy in Salinas, California, who spent what? three hours licking someone's doorbell? Yeah, I just saw that video today. <laughs> That's somebody on ecstasy and speed. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think he was on? I was going to vote for MDMA. but Yeah, Molly and uh, speed, man. Yeah, this guy uh, in Salinas, California, so not too far from Chris, uh, a couple hours at the most in, like, the worst traffic you can imagine. Um, He stumbles up to someone's door in the middle of the night, and these folks have, uh, you know, Ring or Nest or one of those smart ringers that uh, activates a camera when it detects motion. 
it ran for three hours while this guy just licked the doorbell over and over again. He didn't ring it. Never pushed hard mm. enough to actually ring the doorbell. But he did lick it for three hours. And yeah. apparently they got such a clear picture of him, they know exactly who the guy is, so they're looking for him. Uh, just to... <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> Can you imagine that following you around for the rest of your life? Oh, man. The doorbell liquor. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. I, you know, I've done my fair share of drugs and mixed plenty of them at any one given point in time in my life. Uh, but I never felt the urge to go lick a doorbell. Yeah, some people can't hang. Yeah, seriously. You know, some that people guy, are, yeah, lightweights. Could not. Yeah, that's a lightweight. Oh, that's what. Okay, yeah, that's a lightweight. I was wondering why I had like a weird sound. Hmm. Whatever. I, I hear nothing. You hear anything? Check, check. I know, you sound fine, bud. Checkity, check. And I'm still recording. So okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. Okay, here we go. Next movie. Wonder what should I do? Okay, let's do... This next movie, guys. What do you think it's going to be? Bam. Uh, I don't know. No, let's do this one. Here we go. Bohemian Rhapsody? Nope. Escape. Uh, Frankie says escape room. Yeah, guys. The first movie of 2019 in the theater. Escape room. Starring Deborah Ann Wall. A.K.A. Redhead from all the Marvel shows. Uh, Taylor Russell. Logan Miller. As Ben. Uh, Tyler Levine is Mike. Uh, Adam Rapatolo as Gabe. Nick Dolahali as Danny. Jay Ellis as Jason. Jason Jessica Sutton as Allison. Jamie Lee Money as Rosa. This is Escape Room. Escape room, guys. Okay, so six strangers find themselves. Six strangers are given mysterious black boxes with tickets to an immersive escape room for a chance to win tons of money. Being locked in several rooms with extreme conditions, they discover the secrets behind the escape room and must fight to survive their way out. Yeah, there we go, huh? Escape room. So, I'm surprised they've never done it before. Until now, right? Have an escape room horror movie? Yeah, it kind of makes sense. So, that's what Saw really is, though, right? The what? I said that's what Saw really is, though, right? Uh, to a point. Yeah, to an extent. Okay, so... 
It's like five. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Five fucking people. And they're just walking around. And all of a sudden, like, there's something in their lives that they that they all they all escaped from. Okay, they were the sole survivors of either a car accident or a burning house or something like something happened to someone's parents. Bullshit, you know, weird shit. <clears throat> right? So they're the sole survivors of all this stuff. So that's why they're picked for this thing. So they're going to take the soul. They want to experiment on saying, seeing if the sole survivors out, out of all these, which one will survive. Right, like one guy was trapped on a boat, and he mysteriously survived somehow uh, over his friend. Uh, he tasted. I mean, he didn't last long. Um, and then like some like Middle Eastern guy. I think his parents died, and he survived. I forget. But like, yeah, there's some uh, there's some weird background. So like the first like you know if you've seen the trailer, the first room is the waiting room. So they're inside the waiting room. Like the the all the heaters, like it basically turns into an oven. The roof turns in, the roof of the um, the ceiling turns into like uh, coils, and starts heating up, and they start freaking out, and they and they flip around. You know, they have no idea what the hell is going on. Pretty cool special effects. Uh, one of the other rooms is a uh, uh, upside down um, billiard room, like an upside down bar. Which is kind of cool, and they have to get to uh, to a certain place in the bar, and the floor starts dropping at certain times. Yeah, there's some weird shit, man. Um, and then uh, they have what's the other thing they have in there. Oh yeah, the hot room, more boxes. Yeah, they each had to. They each had to basically. It opens up with a guy being crushed into a room. So it opens up with actually one of the people that gets picked being crushed into the room. But I didn't even realize that until like towards the end. I'm like, oh, that's the same guy that got dropped in the middle in the beginning. Like one blonde stoner kid drops in. He's like, hey, totally, bro. And then uh, all the uh, he has to get all the fucking still keys in. All the numbers and like looking at paintings. That's like, I have no idea, man. So they're like master puzzle solvers. So Spicoli. Yeah. Like one of them's like a Spicoli. One of the black dudes is, yeah. Like I was saying a survivor. Another person's burnt. Another person. uh, I forget who the main character, what happened to the main character. Uh, But okay. Spoiler alert. So the whole thing is run by a big organization that's that does this, like a huge organ, like government sized. Right though, okay. Now we're gonna play a real game. So at the end, they're like trying to um, hijack a plane and make the plane a game. So like the plane's engines going out. So you have to open this key to do this, to do that, to get to the um, pilot to you know get this you know whatever. <clears throat> that's what they're trying to do. Does that make sense at all or no? <laughs> I mean, more or less. I don't know. What? No? It sounds like an interesting idea. <clears throat> well, yeah. 
Let's see. Um, Prodigy. Okay, so overall, the movie's kind of weird. You know? Uh, let's see. The trivia. Let's see. Here we go. Trivia, guys. After the death of five Polish teenagers killed by a fire in real-life tragedy, which occurred within an escape room in Poland, the release date of this movie was pushed back a few months. <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> in, in a number of countries out of respect for the girls who were killed. Holy shit. I'm not going to escape room now. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Uh, wouldn't that freak you out? Don't open that door. Wouldn't that freak you out? No, I really want to go to an escape room. There's one in Fresno, apparently. It's pretty decent. Yeah, there's a shitload in San Francisco, I think. I think, I don't know. Um, The release date, yeah, was pushed back because people died in one. Jesus. Okay, let's see what it's called. Oops, sorry. Also known as... Matu Kali in India. <laughs> Kalima. Uh, Spanish, it's called Escape Room. Eh? Uh, French, it's uh, Escape Game. Escape Game in France or The Maze. Hmm. The Maze. Uh, I don't know. I like Escape Room. Over the maze. We don't know what an escape room is in France. What is it's a maze? It's a maze. Fine, fine, it's a maze. So budget nine million, gross twenty-two million. Guess what's getting a sequel? <laughs> yeah. That es- movie was probably cheap <clears throat> as shit to make, yeah. <clears throat> escape room two. Yeah, uh, it better be like a, an extension of what the fuck, like the universe. Like the guy, the um, director was saying he's trying to make a universe. You know, sort of like a Final Destination type universe or shit like that. Mm, okay. So there'll be escape rooms everywhere. And like you don't know which one is the real one or which one's a fake one. Mm, which one will kill you? Yeah. Uh, what else has this guy directed? Adam Roble. Robitel. Adam Robitel. Oh, yeah, that's right. The uh, the Taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, deficit Pick of the Week. It makes Alzheimer's into a possession movie. It's pretty cool, man. I liked it. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Okay, so... So, okay, here's... Okay, here's Solve the Puzzle, Escape the Escape the Room. Find the clues or die. That's the tagline. Solve the puzzle. Escape the room. Find the clues or die. Find the puzzle. Escape the room. Find the clues or die. Solve the puzzle. Escape the room. Find the clues or die. Yeah. So they just run around. There's a couple traps. Um, there's some. There's some good gore. Is it, let me change. Let me think. Uh, no, not really. There's a little bit of blood. 
There's more just uh, people falling or people, you know, falling through stuff and just suffocating, you know, like under PG-13 under, under stuff. Yeah. Uh, or people like they either just get completely incinerated or, you know, mm-hmm. that's the way these movies go. All right. So what am I going to rate escape room? Overall is entertaining. You know, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and uh, two to five bar cr- bar crawls or boat rides. So this week, guys, Future Man 2 hits. So you better be watching it or you got almost done binging it. I know everyone is now. Yeah, no, I'm ready for season two. <clears throat> what happened at the end of season one again? Refresh me real quick. Like, like give me the... Uh, shit. That's I'm right. Going- he won and went home. That was about it. Uh, yeah, but he went home not to his original timeline. <clears throat> oh, right. What do you, oh, that's right. There was something different. Very, was different. Actually, no, at the very end, he joined uh, Wolf and fucking What's-Her-Bucket. That's right. He left. Yeah. He bailed. He was like, this isn't my timeline. I've got no ties here. That's right. Okay, okay. Now I know. Thanks. Okay, let's see. Project Blue Book. It's the new um, National Geographic's TV show mm. that I've been watching. Let's see. It's only one ep. It's only one episode, so you know. Does it talk about the blue book value of cars? No. Oh. It's about Project Blue Book, the the search for extraterrestrial beings. It's a little wa- It's a little out there. There's some, um, there's all, there's like, there's the men in black have shown up already. You know, all, you haven't seen their faces. All you see is like silhouettes of them and they disappear in certain spots. Mm. They're driving in cars with no headlights. You know, really creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cool. I'll check it out. You know, it's just, uh, they're just now learning about the UFO experiments and stuff like that and what really crashed and. And no, no, they're um, right now they're doing the pilot, I guess, in the 50s who got who got sideswiped by UFO. (laughs) Um, And then and now they're they're like covering it up or some shit. That's what that's what they're saying. So I don't know. And like they're they're trying to cover up the plane. These guys are trying to find the information. So they like the guy and then that guy mysteriously something happened to the pilot. Yeah, it's very weird. So I give a, like the Foo Fighters, that's what they called it. Project Blue Book. Two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, two out of five Foo Fighters. Or, quote unquote, weather balloons. Uh, (laughs) Totally was a weather balloon. Yeah, he called it a Foo Fighter in the show. So I called it a bunch of Foo Fighters. Um... Let's see. Uh, I don't know what else. Oh, The Alienist. How did I miss The Alienist, guys? I got its theme song ready and everything. Okay, here we go, guys. The Alienist. In the 19th century, people with mental illness... were known to be alienated from their mind 
so the doctors that worked on them were known as alienists. Okay, so alienists, another good show that I missed last year, just because there are so many shows on. I just binged it. Uh, it's about a serial killer in the 1900s. Hmm. Jack the Ripper, kind of. <clears throat> Uh, more like um, he's a child killer in the nineteen mm. hundreds. So he, so he, the this guy hunts down um, hooker children. You know, because there's like it was basically pedophilia is like running rampant in the nineteen hundreds in New York. You know, they're ju- they're just children on the street selling their bodies, dressing mm. like girls and stuff. You know, so it's just easy prey. Yeah. Okay, Governor. <laughs> you know, and then, uh, yeah, it's brutal, man. It's, 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 uh, as far as like production design, it's a little better than like Peaky Blinders. Hmm. You know, that speaks highly to it though, because that yeah. was pretty seamless fucking design. Yeah. As far as like the, the, the way of the times and everything, yeah, it's right up there. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of people in the 1900s learning, um, like one of them is a sketch artist, one of them is a doctor, and one of them is, and one of them is is uh, God damn what's got um, Dakota Fanning. Is that right? No. God, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Dakota Fanning, for and she's the first police commissioner. It's historically correct. She's the first policewoman in New York. Okay, and they're working in ties with Theodore Commissioner Theodore Roosevelt, right? And he's giving them orders to um, go ahead with their investigation behind the policeman's back. Hmm. So it's Theodore Roosevelt and these three, and they meet two other um, other um, doctors that have invented a fingerprint method. That they say might be useful in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but we've discovered that the fingerprint is actually, there's no others like it, you know. So, yeah, yeah so they've discovered fingerprint methods, uh, you know, stuff like that. Got it. You know, it's really cool. It's a, so it's a, it's a detective um, slasher TV show. So, you know, so it's, so it's brains versus brawn. But uh, yeah, so it's very it's very well done. The Alienist, and uh, it was it was nominated for best dramatic TV show for Golden Globes, and the main actor was nominated for best uh, actor. So uh, I could see how he could be nominated, but I could see how the show it's very dirty, man. You know they do the like the classic heads up while they're throwing shit out the window. No. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's no respect given to women. You know, mm. it's just like there's, there's, yeah, there's the people are just fucking children left and right. Uh, you know, they're just like, it's, just, it's like dirty New York, dude. Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> and like Theodore Roosevelt's like the commissioner of it all. You know, so you see what he had to deal with. It's like, fuck, Stop man. throwing shit out your window, asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's just <clears throat> like, like, yeah, just the way like the kids are getting murdered, they're getting their eyes cut out, they're getting their organs removed, 
They're uh, sometimes getting like um, pieces of flesh removed. You know, he seems to be eating them. Uh, yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking dark, man. Yeah, it sounds like. And it. they're like the the victims. The first victim is left on the now being built like Brooklyn Bridge. No. Yeah, it's in the middle of construction still. Wow. You know, like nothing was there yet. Not you know, not even the Statue of Liberty was even there yet. I think it was being built at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like that weird era where everything's. It was just so dirty. You know, it's it's gnarly, man. And then you see like the real poor people. They're just like living in shacks. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you see kids on the street just barefoot with dirty feet. You know, just like huddled in a corner with a blanket while it's like snowing. You're like Jesus yeah. Christ. Huh? I said right. Yeah, no, pretty brutal if you were poor as fuck in uh, in the night. It was like almost the turn of the century. It's like ten, like five, two years before the turn of the century. So it was like, like yeah, all this shit was going down. People were trying to like just hold it together before the turn of the century. Um, I didn't see anybody cooking a shoe. (laughs) But (laughs) I think that's like a Three Stooges, like Laurel and Hardy kind of trope. People would do it, seriously, because it's leather. It's animal hide. People would boil the shoe. But then... Um, <laughs> would you believe that, boiling a shoe? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you get hungry enough, you'll eat fucking clay like in Haiti and tree bark like in Venezuela. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we're boiling shoes in America. Yeah. Shoe boilers. And uh, what else happened in the show? Yeah, just the, like um, like when she's smoking, other women are like, what the fuck is that? You know, because her, like this chick's dad taught her to smoke and all this stuff. She has a crazy backstory. Uh, all of them have weird backstories. But it's almost like, he's almost, um, yeah, it's weird. It's I'm trying to think of the way they act. Just pom- it's just pompous detectives, basically, is what it is. Three pompous detectives who stumble upon a murder, and they're the they're basically the first detectives. You know what I mean? Everyone's a cop. There really are there really isn't detectives at that point. I think they were the first at it. You know what I mean? Because no one was really looking for clues, following clues. They're just going by what they saw. You know, oh, I didn't see that. That's done. They're like, no, wait, there's something here. Like, what, really? You know, so they had to follow all the clues. And everyone hated them for being real nosy. All the cops and shit. Like, what the fuck are these people doing? Actually following up on stuff? You know, everything was as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. You know, so I thought that was interesting also. They were basically the first detectives, I think, right? Sure. You know, the alienist, which they didn't believe in. Like the the preachers would be like, God was going to teach me. He's like, really? Well, God gave me the brain to do this. You know, he's like to to Mm. rationally think of stuff. He's like, hosh wash, you know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's still looked at as, you know, just an outsider because he's using science. Mm Mm-hmm. And people are like, what the fuck is that? Right. You know, everything's fucking God. Everyone before that prayed to God to help them solve a crime. Yeah, exactly. That's what they did. 
They're like, no, there's there's more than that. Sorry. Like, what? It, it's it's good. Check it out, guys. The Alienist. Okay, what am I gonna give it? Oops. What did I give Alienist? Uh, four to five ear holes. Four to five eye holes. Uh, four to five plucked out eyeballs. Uh, four to five ass meats. Ass meals, because he would eat the ass of the children. Or four to five bago cats. Bago cats. Yeah. He he <laughs> he. This guy is fun with cats. <clears throat> Margot Robbie's gonna be Barbie. Oh, also, um, yeah, I loved how um, Christian Bale thanks Satan. Okay, um, I think that was it. And oh, Polar is hitting January twenty fifth. That's one of two Mad Mickelson um, snow movies coming out this year. <clears throat> really? Yeah, he's doing another one called Arctic. <laughs> so it's like, what? So wait, Polar must be about the South Pole and Arctic is about the North Pole? Maybe. Okay, guys, I guess we're going to get out of here. Unless you no. got something. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Do I have anything? Um, well, this is a, a moment of note. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård has been cast as Baron Harkonnen for the remake of Dune. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Which apparently is going to start shooting in spring this year. Uh, so we, we should see it by 2020, I guess. Um, but Stellan Skarsgård is playing like one of the big bads from the first book in Frank Herbert's uh, uh, series. And uh, that'll be interesting. He's a good actor. I can see him in the role. But uh, also interesting to note that Timothy Chalamet or Chalamet Chalamet is, is playing Paul Atreides, the main character of Dune. And Dave Bautista is also cast, although I don't know what role he's in. Hmm. So. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. He's friends with the guy. He was in uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen that yet. Hold on. It's yeah. on the list. <clears throat> yeah, he was in Blade Runner 2049. So, I don't know. I think that'd be cool. All right, what do I got? I got, uh, oh, new movie from the director of The Babadook. Uh, Jennifer Kent. It's called um, Our Future is Not on Earth. Ooh, in the trailer, it's sci-fi. Let's see, yeah. Will be released on, um, no, Our Future is Not on Earth. Sorry, that's another thing. Uh, uh, Nightingale is from the director of The Babadook. Mm. Our Future is Not on Earth is a new sci-fi movie um, coming to Netflix January 18th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Prequel. Oh. And they're going to do a prequel to Tony, Young Tony Soprano show, whatever. I saw that. The, yeah, the original producer of The Sopranos is making a movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Whatever. I have no idea what the fuck. I don't know what's going on, guys. Well, old Tony died, so we got to make <clears throat> him younger. Yeah. 
Okay, let's get out of here. Alright. Let's thank all of our friends. Oh, let's see this one. All of them? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. Uh, Big Papa podcast. Uh, Bold and Belligerent. Although they've been awful quiet recently, haven't they? Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Um, here's uh, a noise uh, podcast, guys. Here's a noise. And um, Horrible Gamers. And Horribly Awkward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone over at BatsquadNetwork.com. Uh, Paint a Black podcast. Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, The Lo-Fi Show. Fearcast, Fifthcast. I am back on Geek Dig as of this week. Oh, so nice. Check me out over on Geek Dig, too, if you like me. Whatever. Um... Let's see who else. I think uh, that's it, everyone. Yeah. I think that's it, guys. Um, we're out of here. Later. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.